0: These are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. Now, how about them damn Celtics?
1: And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Salmon are here recording on Saturday, October 21st, right around the corner from the Celtics. But it would be an injustice to the podcast if we didn't start the episode with Spider Man. Because. This is I I know that this is then like this is the most wonderful time of the year for you. The game finally came out two days ago, and you told me you have already finished the game, correct?
2: I have finished the story. Yes. Right before Jack texted me saying he was ready to record today. I finished. Um, It's really weird to finish this because it's like when you finish a TV show and you're like, oh, wow, I have no purpose. (laughs) that's how i feel so it was a really uh fun process which i'll probably talk about a little later in the show okay um but i thoroughly enjoyed the game what i've played of it there's still side stuff that i'm going to do after i finish this Mm -hmm. with jack um i got a great deal of enjoyment out of it i think the fighting's hard as fuck Good luck with that if you're going to play this game. Good luck fighting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean the the swinging and stuff is a lot of fun. You got a lot of suits. I'm a big suit guy, even though like you pick one suit and stick with it.
1: You just like the options.
2: Yeah, you like the options. You're like, okay, they thought of this. They thought of that. Um, what suit really did you cool go with? stuff? What suit? What did yours look like? Well, I like the original suit, like this one. Okay, for the so, movie. They have this. Okay. No, they have like a bunch of versions of the red and blue suit. I didn't know there was more than one version. Well, they have like like the the games version, they have uh this movie, they have the new movies, they have the the middle movies. They all look different. There there's differences (laughs) to them. It's like it's like if you took different jerseys from nba teams throughout the years like let's just say the clippers because they've had very similar jerseys over the years but they are okay. ever so slightly different
1: sure okay i get it that makes but sense. then there are suits
2: that are completely different too. like
1: colors and stuff
2: Yeah, colors they have each suit has like four different colors you can have it in okay there, there's a lot there's a lot tell yeah. you once you get a little bit of time you play the first game you're kind of you're, you're kind of gonna get what i'm getting okay
1: Okay. I'll wait to get it. I'll wait to get it. I, I'm i sure we'll talk more Spider-Man throughout the show, but let's uh talk a little bit of Celtics. The Celtics waved DJ Stewart and Wenyan Gabriel. Wenyan Gabriel is probably the more surprising one. Some people thought, oh, maybe, you know, DJ Stewart could get in for a two-way spot because it has come out. I believe Adam Himmelsbach reported, as you mentioned to me, the chase grub is going to end up getting waved as well after he <laughs> tore his ACL. So Celtics will now have... An open two-way spot as well as some flexibility uh at the end of the roster. Um, Lamar Stevens did not get waived, so it looks like he's going to make the team. But Wenyin Gabriel's not in here, maybe big, big because for ne- you. Yeah. <laughs> Love Lamar Stevens, need that. Uh speculation maybe Wenyin got waived because uh Namish played well. By the way, got pronunciation from him. Bobby Manning and I were at his event in Quincy, and Bobby asked him how do you pronounce your name? Namish Keta. That is the name, Namish. There's a shish. Namish. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> straight from his mouth, no questions anymore. It's Namish. Um, All right. But he looks good. Any surprises? I mean, DJ Stewart's lots of surprise thoughts on and We kind of speculated this after we saw The
2: Wenyan thing is weird because over the past season, in couple of seasons, he's actually like, logged NBA minutes. Like, he was a rotation piece for yeah. the Lakers last year, and the Lakers were considered by many to be one of the better teams in the league.
1: They made the Western Conference
2: Finals. It's odd. Well, they got a little bit of a nice path to get there, but it's neither here nor there. Um, They ended up watching Wenyan get overlooked for Nemius. And he earned it. I mean, he looked awesome. And Wenyan Gabriel, when he was on the floor for the Celtics, didn't do a whole lot. He didn't do much to turn people's heads or impress, looked tense, looked rushed. DJ Stewart never saw any legitimate run. He wasn't playing alongside rotation guys. Nemius was. He looked great. He had a great finale against Charlotte. Six of six, 12 points, was dominant inside. He was not afraid to go to the cup and finish strong. That was a great thing to see. I don't even know if Wenyon played outside of garbage time, which was essentially the whole second half really. in the fourth yeah. quarter.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not very surprising that he didn't make the roster. But the more interesting part is that the Celtics now have a little bit of flexibility. And I compiled a list of tentative options for two-way contract, some of which are less realistic than others, some of which, as Sam is laughing now because he hasn't seen the list yet, some of which are more funny. First one, Joey Hauser got waived by the Jazz and the Clippers. (laughs) Bringing the Hausers together would be kind of funny. He's pretty much the same player as his brother. He's just a sniper. He's a tall guy who can shoot. It's about all you need. Jason would Preston be kind of funny. would be Jason Preston's a guard. He spent the past couple years with the Clippers. You liked what he can do. I, we liked what he can do in college. He wrote for fans. It's side. It's best insight. So one, you respect. know, blog boy, respect, appreciate it. Maybe bring him in, uh, back to back Malik fits, Matt Ryan, bring one of them in. Come on. They both got waived. <clears throat> They're both no longer on a roster. Finals experience. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, that's it. Carlick Jones got waved by the bulls. Do we know who this is? Nope. Carlock Jones, you will when I tell you this, just dominated the World Cup. <laughs> just um, <laughs> he was on South Sudan with Wenyan Gabriel, uh, I, I believe. And, and he was just probably a top five, top ten player at the World Cup this summer. He averaged 20.4 points, shot 48% from the field, uh, 42% from three on five attempts a game. Um, as well as uh, 10.6 assists a game uh, in 1.6 turnovers. (laughs) And um, where are the rebounds? I'm just checking here. I don't think I'm going to be able to see. Uh, Yeah, 3.6 rebounds. But he was like not just good at the World Cup. He was like ridiculous at the World Cup. So kind of surprising to see the Bulls wave him when they probably should just keep around talent at this point. Carlos Jones, mm -hmm, 25 years old. Uh, he only has two years, 12 games of NBA experience. Spent a lot of time in the G League, though. He was on the Windy City Bulls this past year. Averaged 26 points, 4.4 4 rebounds, 7 assists, 1.7 steals, 48% from the field, 36% from deep. He can play. And so yeah. if they're if they're following the line of let's go with G League guys who played really well, Nimi Ishketa, uh, and guys who played at the World Cup well, which was probably the idea with Wenyan, Carl Jones, like he's right there. We've talked about bringing in some extra guard help, potentially if JD's not going to work out just so you have extra pathways to go with moving forward. Carl Jones is there and he played really well at the world cup. So I thought it'd be interesting. He
2: sounds like an interesting prospect.
1: I think it is interesting for Chicago
2: to be waving him again. Yeah. One of those teams where I'm not con- convinced they should have the uh, right to wave guys. Like they're not really good <laughs> enough to be waving people, sure. but I think the Celtics are not in need of that, or maybe they are, because if you look behind Peyton Pritchard, there isn't anybody I really want out there with the ball at, from the guard spot. Like, I really want J.D. Davis and playing NBA minutes. D.J. Stewart is no more, so if you want to fill that hole, small by as the small way, small as it foot. may be,
1: he's six. He is also small, six foot, so he's a short yeah. guard. I mean, you could do that. Why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, John Butler. Another name I put on this list. This is completely random. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. I just remember writing about him coming out of the draft saying like, oh, this Celtics should take a flyer. From what I remember, he's fairly skinny, but he is just like giant seven footer, crazy wingspan, blocks a lot of shots. uh, And he shot a little bit in college. And I was just like, that could look cool next to Rob. And so uh, he was something I wrote about. So to see him get waved, I was like, my eyes perked up at the very least. He, he hasn't done much and he hasn't been like amazing in the G league or anything, but I just remember writing about him and was like, Oh, he got waved. I wonder if it's something that it just, just my dumb ass brain running basically Um, in the G league this past year, he only played in six games and he averaged like five, like eight, four and one. And uh, he 3.2 blocks though. So he, he like, he's a shop. Okay. Uh, sure. Just somebody uh, Nathan Knight name. You should maybe know. Do you know Nathan Knight? I do not know Nathan Knight. You will when I explain the context. Nathan Knight uh, is low-key a Celtics killer. Uh, I believe it was this past season, or maybe it was two years ago. He was on the Timberwolves. That night, where they just routed. Oh, he the was six, and he was one of the guys that played fairly well, if I remember correctly. Okay, his season high 2021 22 season had 20 points, 11 rebounds, four assists in 29 minutes, in a five point win against the Celtics. I would have um, mad as
2: well. I was mad as hell. Yeah, it, it, was. it was
1: one of two games he had that season, uh, 15 points or more. So, if Brad is going with okay, let's sign SP, let's sign yeah. O'Shea, let's sign all these guys. Nathan Knight would fit to bill. And he's a fine player. Nathan Knight. Like he he is six foot ten. He's a power forward center. Um he plays with intensity. That's something you, you've I, we saw in that game and you've seen throughout his time there. Played in the G League a decent amount. Uh, that's a lie. I just lied to your face. He doesn't play in the G League a lot. He <laughs> hasn't played a lot. I was assuming because he hasn't played in the NBA a lot, but <clears throat> no, he hasn't. But uh three years he in a row retired. with Atlanta, Nathan Knight. <laughs> Maybe he retired. Hasn't been playing a lot. No, he, he was just waived by the Knicks, like t- today. <laughs> so he's not retired. No, maybe he
2: retired today.
1: No, but Nathan Knight, <laughs> another guy. And then Scottie Pippen Jr. played for the Lakers last year. There isn't too much to this other than would be cool if the Celtics got him and he turned into something good just despite the Lakers. That, that was effectively my thought process. He's a 6'1 guard. He defends pretty well from what I know. He averaged 21 points in the G League, 4.1 rebounds, 5.6 uh, assists, 1.6 steals, shot 47-30. So it's not great, but like if he panned out, he was an okay defensive guard would be cool because the Lakers had him and then they lost him. So that was, that was my thought process.
2: Speaking of guys that the Lakers had and then lost uh, Cole Swider, who has been very good for Miami mm. will be with Miami, which you tweeted about today. I did, uh, yeah. Would have been cool to have him on the Celtics in one of those two way spots because he's from Rhode Island and he's mm-hmm. been very good for Miami in the preseason. So just another oh, yeah. guy to keep your eyes on is the Celtics get torched by Miami with uh, some guy you'd never heard of Uh, Mm -hmm. of these guys. I think Carlick Jones sticks out as an interesting prospect. Both Fitz and Ryan are guys. I wouldn't be opposed to bringing back either just because they've been here. Uh, Fitz was great when he was with the Celtics, just bringing the vibes to the bench. Blake Griffin is not on the team anymore. So you could always use a new vibes guy Mm -hmm. would be kind of hilarious if they brought in Joey Hauser as well. Um, But some of the conversation we had in this little two-way guy review Mm-hmm. has really made me think of how great it will be when they have expansion because you're going to see so many more opportunities for guys like a Carlic Jones who's getting waved by the Bulls mm-hmm. to display his talent like he might have done in the World Cup. Like he was so great in the World Cup. Why can he not do that in the NBA? Well, he's not really given much of an opportunity. You're yeah. going to see so much more opportunities to be so
1: cool. Carlic Jones, by the way, one MVP in the G League, I believe. Nimes, Nimesh Geta oh. got runner-up. So that is, that is also the dichotomy there yes <laughs> um but yeah those those are some guys i threw together just off the dome and, and looking through spot tracks transition uh, transaction list uh, i I was just skimming spot tracks as uh, transaction list and lo- looked at guys who looked interesting uh, but preseason is finally over regular season right around the corner let's let's recap the preseason a bit here with some talking points uh and if i may choose the starting point Porzingis is fucking cool that, that I can just a little bit just for a little bit yeah. we've said it over and over again I believe I had that exact same phrasing when in. we talked about it with Corrales the other day. He's just awesome. <laughs> like, sorry, but Kristaps Porzingis is everything that we hoped he would be I remember I said this before priesting. I said, he is not just going to elevate the team he's going to completely change the way they play offense. He's completely changing the way they play offense. Like he's just always open, and having a guy as good as him always open is crazy. Like it's sick. It's just always open. He's always open. He is. He literally. And that's not me saying it. That's from his mouth. He goes, "Yeah, these guys draw so much attention that I just fucking take every shot. I'm just open, man."
2: Dude, he's he's becoming one of the more fire personalities on this team. Where he's just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe like how easy this has become for me." Uh, Porzingis has exceeded any expectation I had for him coming in. I don't know about what your expectations were, where they were at. I know we both were high on him. We both thought he was going to contribute greatly. We both thought he was going to change the offense like he has. But I don't know if we all thought he would be this good. We're looking at a guy that's brand new to the team, and he's looking like he's going to be the second option. Or at least at first he's going to be because nobody's defending him.
1: You're muted. Sorry, I was just laughing. I'm sending a text for something. Um, I don't know if he'll actually be the second option over Jalen, but you can see him getting more easy looks than Jalen just because of the way he's going to play off the stars. Like, I feel like Jalen and Jason will be doing a lot of the, oh, yeah, you know, we'll dribble, we'll create the offense, and KP will just benefit from that. And I think that's where you see him maybe take some of those. I don't want to say take the opportunities from Jalen, but take some of the points and cut into the scoring that Jalen would otherwise provide. (laughs) But I'm all in. And remember before this, we were like, can they get three All-Stars? Yes. Yeah, they 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 can can have two MVPs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. KP is awesome. Uh, But to avoid talking about that for the whole time, another one, you had it back to back here. I just skipped it. Pritchard also just fucking sick. Like, just so good. I believe, I think he was like top five in, in, preseason scoring before a certain point like just killing it like he's just nasty and they Celtics got him for cheap which is phenomenal
2: yeah they they inked him to an extension then he said hey watch this and just went out there and lit everybody up for the whole preseason or for a lot of the preseason he didn't have the most efficient game against Charlotte in the last game but he had a lot of assists which was another great thing to just see like he didn't have the shot that day He was able to make things easy for his teammates. It was awesome. Uh, To go a little bit further into what we've seen from Pritchard, we've seen that he's ready for a major bench roll. It was something coming into the year we weren't really sure about. Celtics had offloaded. He could be a six-man candidate, maybe. Like, seriously, he could be. It's not crazy. crazy. That's a a crapshoot award to an extent, because you really don't know who's going to thrive in a bench roll just yet. Unless there's repeat guys, which there really isn't. Hero probably will start uh Brogdon's on a new team off the top of my head I can't tell you a bunch of six-man guys
1: we'll get into it later spoiler
2: alert. we sure will um get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel America's number one sports book right now new customers can bet five dollars and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed that's guaranteed plus all customers who bet five dollars will get one hundred dollars off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV now is the best time to join FanDuel. it absolutely
0: is the app is easy to use and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more so visit fanduel.com boston kick off the nfl season with an offer you won't want to miss FanDuel, official partner of the nfl
2: but i'm am for pritchard he, he looks so confident he's ready to play after sitting on the bench for a year and man he's just got everything he's got supreme confidence wants to shoot threes Mm -hmm. he's able to get crafty inside a little bit awesome to watch
1: speaking of six man, i'm just going off the sheet that you put together so thank you for the lob i'll throw it down starting lineup we just talked about six man It sounds like it's probably going to be Derek White with Al Horford coming off of the bench. We saw that in the last two preseason games, and even though Al was out in that last game. But it seemed like they were trying to treat those as more regular, you know, we'll do this, we'll do this. I do wonder if that means, like, maybe Al sets a bit more than we're thinking, which is fine, right? You you let him get that rest, but the starting lineup with Derek White and Trolley looks so good. Like, on Mm. defense, like, they had, I know, I'm going to preface this. Yes, it was the Hornets. Yes, they're terrible. Objectively. that Like, from what we watched. They're still
2: a team like, you're going to have to play this year. They're one of we're one of 29.
1: The Celtics had 22 steals against them. Like, and, and not all of them were just them throwing the ball away. Like, Derek White and, and, and Chris Dobbs and Durality just hounding guys on the defensive end. Like, that defense is going to be disgusting. Chris Dobbs was getting blocks. Derek White was getting blocks. This defense is going to be really good. And that starting lineup with the guards and Chris Dobbs, like... Joe talking about this the other day or I mean I think it was I don't know if it was Joe or al at practice but I think it was Joe and he was like there's this misconception that to be a great defensive team like people are thinking we're sacrificing defense because we might run smaller instead of double bigs like we can just be a great defensive team in a slightly different way like that's mm-hmm. not a quanti- like that's not the only qualification for a good defensive team um and he he also, I don't not to get too off track, but Gary Washford basically said, you know, you only shot forty something threes against the Hornets because Gary's whole thing is like mocking Joe for quote wanting to taking fifty threes. Respect. And Joe goes. Joe, Joe immediately goes back to him and even goes, yeah, because we got twenty two steals, so we were in transition the whole fucking game. <laughs> like, that's why we didn't take a bunch of threes. Like we were in transition, and he he just wanted this long rant. He's like. You know, I mean, that's the difference. Like, well, yeah, we want to take threes, but if we get in transition, we're going to go like this whole rant. And then he, he ends
2: by going, <laughs> he, "He's just getting
1: rattled. He's
2: fired he's, himself well, he up goes, there at
1: the podium." He goes, "You know, could so Gary's like, so does good defense mean you won't take as many threes? He goes, "No, because because tra- turnovers don't mean good defense, right? Like, you can play good defense and not get a ton of turnovers." Like, they're not, Joe was just go, and this was all after the presser ended too. Like, this was Joe just talking for the sake of it. It was it was very funny. Uh, like, everyone shut off. The their cameras and Joe just goes he just starts going like we didn't take a bunch of threes because like he starts like popping off after all the cameras come down um but I'm this starting lineup looks so sick and again I every time we talk about this I mention it but you were a big start out guy are we good with the Derek lineup or is that do you think they'll roll with that
2: uh you know I think they will depending on you know if there's any matchup thing that needs to be taken care of but I thought they looked really good against the Hornets. They got off to a much better start than they did against the fellas' version of the Knicks.
1: In, in, in fairness, not hard to look good against the Hornets.
2: Not, not hard, <laughs> right. But Lamello is a solid player, so they had a little bit of a defensive assignment there. Also, at practice,
1: I think... I don't know if he said this during the press, but Joe just goes, yeah, we're not going to be playing bad teams every night, so we're not going to get 22 steals. That's, <laughs> that's literally... <laughs>
2: That's like a little like preview of just beef between like the Hornets have like a little bit of bulletin board material. Not that I care. I mean, listen, uh... more bulletin board material. I'm not like afraid of the Hornets having bulletin board. I don't
1: material. even think you meant it meant it in a bad way, but it was just like, <laughs> yeah. The Hornets
2: but like last year, Eddie House was like the Magic are a bad team. Then they beat the Celtics twice, and all the players were like talking about it. Yeah, but so the Magic it, have, like, it is a thing. Players. People hear things, especially NBA sure. players. They're so sensitive. They're, they're like the Hornets me
1: just, online. Hornets are just terrible. Though. They still, are terrible. They are terrible, but the
2: Souths got off to a great start. Uh, just to switch back to Porzingis ever so slightly, but he goes into the starting lineup aspect in him being the lone big guy. Mm-hmm. He was dominant as the big guy in the first half. Double-double at the half. He was on the offensive glass, uh, putting up putbacks through contact and getting to the line. He looked awesome. They couldn't. They had no answer for Kristaps Porzingis, Charlotte. I mean, it's Charlotte, but still, to see him have to take on the responsibility of being the center and it going extremely well awesome. Mm-hmm. Great for Porzingis. Great for the Celtics. Great for Joe's small ball starting lineup. If you want to call it that, because it's kind of not small ball,
1: but it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm so excited. This team smaller, ball. good. Uh, all the defensive stuff they're doing is super cool. It seems like Joe is more like, okay, yeah, we got to actually like, I actually have to coach them on defense, which is basically like, they're not just going to try. I have to tell them to try. Um, <clears throat> speaking of Joe, put it on the sheet too he's been so cool like he's just been really a lot more open he's been a lot more willing to answer questions uh he did shit on me for asking if they're gonna mm. guard small and big guys and he was just like yeah we're gonna have to yeah. do, do both i'm like sorry joe my bad
2: um uh, start writing your yeah. hit piece revenge yeah.
1: yeah right except the difference is when i write that's that, jack's villain origin story <laughs> nah joe's been great I-, I think he's been a lot more open and he's fun this year too which is like last last year joe was like very closed off and almost combative <laughs> the- when he was talking to the press uh and he just seems more open and willing to chat this year and, and very uh vocal Has anyone asked him about that um i don't think so i, I think uh it might be something interesting for you to ask. Not for our I, sake, but
2: it could be I a word
1: piece. I can't remember if somebody asked it at the start of the year. I think he talked about it briefly on the JJ Redick pod, but yeah, man. I'm hyped for Joe. Anything else we missed about the preseason? I I think I mean, obviously Namish Keita has been sick, but Nimish Keta well, led the led the league in preseason field goal percentage, by the way, and offensive rebounding percentage. Taking so,
2: off where Ross left off.
1: Beast. Yeah. He's, he's I
2: think just some interesting things Joe has done on the court. Uh, The pressing, that's interesting. Something to keep your eyes out for when the season rolls around. How are they going to muck up games against teams, create chaos? Listen, Mm -hmm. Hornets, bad team. Knicks version of the fellas, technically a bad team. But I'd love to see what they're going to do when they play Milwaukee. uh, A Full strength Knicks, Miami the first week. Are they still going to press? Is it going to work? Maybe. I don't know if it's going to work against Spolster. I feel like he'll be kind of ready for it. But I do like that mm. Joe's experimenting with crazy shit to, to throw curveballs in the playoffs. I know he's mentioned the curveball yeah. quite a bit. all the time. And I think you you need a curveball as a coach every once in a while. I mean, you saw Spolster throw curveballs all series last year, last two years, last three or four years. I mean, that's how Miami is stuck with the Celtics team that's probably a better team in every single series. Yet two of them went seven games, and the Celtics lost the one that didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you have to have things that are adjustments to screw up the other team. It's going to make things so much easier for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I- I'm in for Joe. I'm in for the season. Preseason went well. Uh, w in my book. But next thing we got W and D. Uh, they t- lose
2: this pre- they lost once.
1: Yeah. They lost to, the... yeah. They lost a- the game that weeks. they didn't play anybody. The Knicks, yes. Yes. Uh, the one game I bet on them to win is what was, yeah. yes. I have 4 but... 0 on preseason <laughs> events fuck you You're uh today ew, we'll get there today i went to the juice uh slash x whatever you want to call it johnny cupcakes uh collaboration with jalen brown uh in boston at newberry street at johnny cupcakes uh location um i'll, I'll pull up my twitter because i shared some photos and did we you get those? but uh i talked to johnny cupcakes i talked to a couple people from the juice I team i talked to uh oh no no uh, I did not, but these are what the shirts look like. They're very cool. They're limited though. So I, I'm not going to ask for anything, but it comes Ooh, in this cool box. Uh, they were like a hundred dollars each. They were a hundred dollars for a t-shirt. I, I think so. I, that much. I think, yeah. And you had to buy two to get uh, an autograph. Oh my <laughs> gosh.
2: That's robbery. Uh, no wonder he was so friendly with all these people.
1: They're very cool though. It's a, uh, it comes in like the cereal box kind of thing. Mm. Um, this is one. It's like a light bulb fun uh these are all the designs but i have full pictures of them so we won't this is like the back this is the logo a limited edition collab um <clears throat> these are the full these are the other ones no juice no cupcakes the joke being juice is called juice but they don't sell juice and cupcakes is johnny cupcakes but they don't sell cupcakes which is exactly. funny um <clears throat> so that was something they kept saying uh this is a cool shirt it's just the box on a shirt but it's i mean the designs are cool this is probably my favorite one
2: i like that just one too i was gonna ask cool. you one if you were getting a shirt
1: not for a hundred dollars uh and then this is is another thing um this is Jalen at the event this is when he first got there got very packed and very busy very fast uh this is him with Johnny Cupcakes legend uh he was Johnny Cupcakes very nice guy very cool um very personable so shout out to him uh this is him meeting Alex who was the fan who was there he got there at 3 a.m and then he he wasn't wearing the Lakers jersey by the way for those listening on other platforms Lakers jersey. He wasn't wearing this when we pulled up and talked to him. He just put it on to meet Jalen, which is just he's a rat. Yeah, that's an ultimate disrespect move. Like, what what are we doing? Yeah, so that's that's a bit whack. Also, they were supposed to have Jalen sign the shirts they bought, and then everyone just came in with jerseys and had Jalen sign the jerseys. (laughs) Like, no one had him sign the shirts they bought. Um, so there's that somebody brought this. <laughs> just a full cardboard cutout of Jalen Brown to the event. Someone just rocked up with it in the store and had him sign huh. it, which was super funny. I respect uh, that. Yeah, it's just a kid, too. He just brought it in. So that was fun. Uh, I think Cam Tibetabaye posted some other pictures that were taken by actual photographers. uh Yep, shout out Aramis Martinez. We met him there. He, he sent us some pictures, which was cool. um <clears throat> Jalen at the event, him signing the boxes. Um, this is Jalen Johnny Cupcakes and I need to get this name correct. And set free Richardson who helped set it up. He like works with NBA players. He, he was talking to us. He said, Yeah, I've connected with, you know, uh Kemba. I've connected with Marcus. I think he said Kyrie too. Stop. We, we, nice guy. Don't shut up. He's a great guy. Um, very nice. He talked to us. We had some quotes from him too. Uh basically saying, like, yeah, that you went out to dinner was an idea. we, we they they only came up with this idea like a month ago. So this is a very quick, like <clears> get, it out, get it out get it get it rolling um but yeah and shout out uh aramis martin aramis martinez for the uh, now i
2: lagged but let it be known alex is a rat
1: <clears throat> you you got that out don't worry you got i
2: did yeah. okay alex, did. rat right? move rat move yeah. to show up to a, a Jalen event not only show up with the lakers jersey but be the first person there and then put mm-hmm. the lakers jersey you- on so you you go up there first
1: he was legitimately there since 3 a.m. the previous what was this, his story. It's it tr- crazy. That's it. That's all we got. He, was just he had 3 nothing 3 for
2: you. He was like
1: Well, he was he's a huge Jalen fan. So he was just like, Yeah, I love Jalen, man. I just wanted to be here and be he that big a fan. He's yeah, I don't know. I don't really get that part. He left before we could ask him about the Lakers jersey. We were going to, but yeah, the event was cool. Jalen was there. Uh it was a two to four event and we didn't leave until like six. So he was there, man, people, it, it was fun. He was like, the reason it took so long was because Jalen was just like having a conversation with everybody who walked up. I mean, so he should good. have for
2: $200 yeah. to get up there.
1: It was very Why nice. Uh, it was very nice. It was, it was a well-run event. Everyone at Johnny Cupcakes was cool. And the store, if you want, you know, some cool t-shirts, go to Johnny Cupcakes, Newberry Street. It's a very cool store. Like the whole thing is. All you know, the t-shirts a, are black. They called it a fakery. Um, not Not
2: cool. good for pet owners.
1: No. There, I think there's some other color. There's some other colored ones there too. Uh, there is, I think this is the right logo. Um, let me. Were the Jalen
2: ones multicolored too, or no?
1: No, all those are black. They have a Seinfeld designed one though, where it's oh. the Seinfeld like it's a blue shirt with the Seinfeld logo, but it says Johnny Cupcakes. You, I figured you'd like that.
2: I, I um, would like that.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> but yeah, shout out them. They were cool have for you an seen event.
2: Seinfeld at all? No. Oh, you're missing out. I know, that's Dad, something mom, you can just put on while
1: you're working. I've heard plenty of stories about Kramer because my mom likens me to him, although I don't see it as much. Uh Maybe just me in my personal life, but uh be. I don't <laughs> see it either. I know. No, it's, it's I've you're anyway. more of a George. I I feel like I just got insulted. You did. Uh, uh, <laughs> go to the next thing. You enjoy the next thing. Like, recovery. Uh,
2: yes. All right. So this is a quick one, but uh, Andre Iguodala, newly retired, went on to first take because that's what you do when you're retired. And he had some things to say about Drew Holiday. The two were teammates for a couple years while they were in Philadelphia. But uh, Iggy, very nice things to say about Drew, says he's the most underrated player of his generation. Uh, is he really? Maybe. he pro- He mm-hmm. probably gets a very underrated outlook on his career because he spent so much time in New Orleans. And then Milwaukee, he won the championship once he got there. But he spent the bulk of his prime playing for the Pelicans, a team that nobody really paid much attention to. And, I mean, they even made the playoffs a couple of years and nobody was talking about him. I remember when he was about to get traded to Milwaukee, there were rumors of the Celtics maybe being interested in him and it was going to have to be Kemba and some draft picks. And I just remember being like, really? Kemba? For him? So... If that doesn't say Drew Holiday is an underrated player, I don't know what, what does. What was the Kemba deal?
1: So the it game. would have
2: been like Kemba and some picks for Drew Holiday instead of Milwaukee. Celtics. It was a rumor years and years ago, like right before the Milwaukee trade happened. That and would we have talked been, about uh, it on the show, and I was like, "No, absolutely not! Don't do that. That's dumb."
1: I would have done it. That'd be great. Maybe, maybe, maybe at maybe the I was time, I that.
2: think you were more in favor of it than I was, but I don't know if you were all in or
1: not. Look at me look at me go no i mean i guess we should have seen it like drew holidays is more of it he'd last longer just like defense and that sort of stuff i don't know though i can There's see why
2: to make two all-star appearances 10 years like like at the beginning crazy. Of, like towards the end of your career and you're making all-star appearances but nothing
1: in between <clears throat> that is crazy that is crazy any other uh, so
2: underrated guys
1: from off the top that of your period? head I mean, Rudy Gay just got waived. Probably perennially underrated. He's very good. He
2: might have been overrated. (laughs) Rudy Gay? Yeah, like the teams he was on were never great. The Raptors traded him, and then all of a sudden got competitive. When Uh, he was on Memphis, I think those teams were actually not bad. So maybe he—he's only made the
1: playoffs. He only made the playoffs three times in his career. So maybe I see what you're saying, but. It's tough because you look at the teams he was on. Those Memphis teams, like those were the young rebuilding Memphis. Like he was, like he just felt like he was always the guy this team traded because, like, we have to trade somebody to get the next star, and he's just good enough for the other team to be interested in. Sure, you know what I'm saying. I don't know if it's completely fair to say he he was overrated. I, I think Rudy Gay was a good player. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of other ones. <sighs> Something ahead, Andre Iguodala probably underrated. He's <laughs> himself. Only he's a one All Star appearance. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, Conley, Mike Conley's underrated. Yeah, best NBA players to never make all star game. That's what I'm wondering now.
2: Jamal Crawford probably never made an all star game, but he got a ton of like recognition. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Lamar Odom never made an all star game. Richard Jefferson yeah. never made an all star game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll buy some of those. Jason Terry, Jason Terry was good. Andre Miller. Andre Miller was fired. That's probably one. Yeah, that's a good Andre one. Andre Miller was real good. Uh, anyway, sorry, before we get too down the rabbit hole. It just depends on uh, where you play. Yeah, yeah. Another guy with a yeah. long career is Al Horford, uh, who said he's okay with coming off the bench. Uh, he said that at a recent practice. Let me find the quote here. He said, the type of team we have, we have a lot of depth. We have a lot of talented players. One of our strengths is our versatility as a team, so there's going to be times that we have to go in a certain way. There's other times you have to play big, play small, things like that. That's just the way it is. I'm in a position right now that I feel we can all impact the game in a positive way. Sometimes the best thing for our group right now is to play that way. There will be times that we'll play big and do things like that. Also, just as an aside said, seems to me the game come e- comes easy to him when talking about Nimi Ishketa, which is cool to hear from him. But um, yeah, Al's basically saying like he was less. Yeah. It doesn't matter than the other guys. Like you asked Eric White and KP, they were like, yeah, don't care. Don't care. Whatever. Didn't see Like Al didn't come out and say, Nope, don't care. But he, you can tell that he just wants to win at this point. Like he's just, he's ready to do it. Yeah, exactly. he doesn't, doesn't care. Matter. You're he absolutely right. He's just like, yeah,
2: Give me a damn ring. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> should already have one. Probably no. one of the best
1: players with that. Not the best players without a ring, but like, he he has the record before he went to the finals of the most playoff games without an appearance in the finals. Right, like that was his one of the best you know, playoff yeah. careers
2: without a championship. Maybe. Yes, maybe that's, that's the way crazy. you want to put it. Yes. Um, but I think, like you said. His stance on coming off the bench says volumes about his dedication to winning. And it goes along with the theme that is run throughout the Celtics this fall, which is just being all in one goal. The whole team is working towards it together and not a lot of guys there are caring
1: too much about the individual Mm -hmm. part of that stat for you. Only two players. Two players have more playoff games played than Al Horford without a championship. Who are they?
2: Give me a second mm-hmm. to think.
1: I'll tell you who's mm-hmm. tied with him because it's not the question. Sam Perkins is tied with him. James Harden's at 160 below But who are the two above him? The players have 193 and 182, respectively.
2: I feel like Chuck's got to be one of them. Because Chuck was on some good Sixers teams. He was on the Suns through the middle part of the 90s. Then he went to Houston. But now he's not shaking.
1: 123. He has 44. They also had
2: less first-round games then. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Are these guys modern players? No. No. They're not. No. Jerry West. Mm-hmm. Or did he get one?
1: I think he got one because he's not on this list. He's, okay. he's not on this list. Shame on me.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm going to give up. Should I know?
1: It, yeah. They're both on the same team.
2: <laughs> is Clyde Drexler one?
1: No. <laughs> You're get is, this, real mad. is this painfully obvious? <laughs> yeah who's the best player to never win a championship (laughs) two of the best players to never win a championship both on the same team very good basketball players questionable people (laughs) questionable people oh (laughs) stockton malone yeah there you go i don't know
2: stockton wait 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 wait, wait. did he do something i don't know about
1: uh he's just promoting a bunch of like Vaccination's a scam, you know, microchips in your brain. He's just like, Oh, him, him. handshake Kyrie. Uh, yeah. but yeah, Carl Malone, uh, interesting taste.
2: But yeah, that's an obvious one. I can't believe I didn't think of that.
1: Yeah, that's why I didn't want to tell you. I was like, Yeah, let's let him, let's go, let him get there. Uh, yeah, Horford, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Al, Al's ready to do what it takes. Different taste uh, than Carl um, Malone. Man. Respect. We'll say that. Respect. We love Al Horford on this podcast. We'll put it that way. <laughs> uh, all right, let's <laughs> check in with the emails we, we have, have some good emails a yeah. lot of emails is what we have uh let me You've pull it up mail. here we do oh, in oh. fact have mail uh let me pull it up here just give me a sec um, let's go from backwards to forward we'll start with rj a brief look back All right. Afternoon, guys. Sometimes I see where you're going and it pays or sometimes to see where you're going, it pays to look back to where you were. Not very far back either. Everyone learns in their own way. Some people want to practice and work kinks out and don't care what they look like until they get it right. Others want to do the reps privately until they have it down. There's no right or wrong way as long as you know uh, who likes doing Which way during the first quarter of the Knicks Knicks game before the first substitution at six twelve? Wow, this is in depth. The Celtics played with quick pace, moving without the ball and passing the ball to find the guy with the best shot. This is from Wednesday, by the way, three days ago, so Hmm. it's a little bit old. Celtics had thirteen possessions, and everyone and everyone ended a possession. Uh, at least twice, except Drew Holiday, who only had one, but ha- added an assist and offensive rebound. Nice bounce, right? It was almost identical twin to the start of the previous game in Philly. 13 possessions, the first 633 when Baton subbed in. Um, and in that time, the possession ended in Porzingis, Hauser, and White's hands three times while well, uh, well, Al and Drew finished two each. Everyone joked in Philly uh in the Philly game about Coach Mazul never benching one of the Jays for not driving to the floor, f- diving to the floor fast enough, but I think them sitting out Philly might have been a different teaching moment. It showed that winning Celtics basketball was going to be played by whoever was on the court at a different time. No need to be the hero, <clears throat> to be ball dominant, to play the right way to win. I joke about armchair analysts reading too much into things, so I could absolutely be off base here, but it's at least something different to look at as we head toward the regular season. Be well, RJ. P.S., I may miss tomorrow's playback session as it's a birthday for my twins like you guys a lot but they win hands down no complaints here Happy birthday to the johnson if twins. we were twins crazy. maybe but we're not <laughs> yeah. um i think that's a good point i i mean i definitely didn't notice it. it's not something i went in depth on but to see how like spread the possessions were is cool and, and i think that's how you're gonna see celtics basketball be played this season much to the uh the happiness of sam and myself but sam is big on the passing
2: yeah, I just think that's the best way you can play. I think there are times in games where you need to go to your best guys. Tatum needs to have a shot at the end of the game, whatever it may be, right? But you have so many different options this year. You need to take advantage of it. You should be playing widespread basketball where guys are playing a more fluid game, maybe almost towards like a college type style where you're not really trying to run to some through degree. anybody in particular, but like... Mm-hmm. It can be anybody's night, any game. That's what's going to make the Celtics dangerous. It's going to be what makes them a difficult out in the playoffs because there's game plans you can throw at every single one of those guys, but it's going to take away from the adjustments you've made to, let's say you're game planning for Jason Tatum, the adjustments for Porzingis, Drew Holiday, Jalen Brown, all kind of are going to be drawn back. Uh, so I like to see the ball popping around, and I'd imagine – if we were to build off of RJ's email, the trend would have continued in the Hornets game on Thursday as they came out and kicked Agree. the piss out of the Hornets. They <laughs> literally took their stickers and just
1: ripped them right off. It's great phrasing. Uh next one, new emailer. Thank yes. you to Nate Bach. We appreciate you. Sorry you took us so long to get you. This was on Thursday. I saw this when I was getting my hair cut, but Rat list. Jack and Sam, congrats on the growth of the podcast. I've been listening since before the name change. Thanks for putting in the work and delivering great content. Thanks thanks. to you. My rat list. Anyone who is working in a customer service role and calls you (laughs) boss when taking your order or waiting (laughs) on you, saying things like sure thing boss or okay boss, and my least favorite, whatever you want, boss. When someone in a service role calls you boss, it is a backhand way of saying I'm better than you. They sarcastically call you (laughs) boss as a way of belittling you like they think you're an idiot and they don't want to help an idiot. It shows they're immature and insecure. Last week, I had to upgrade my family's cell phone plans uh, or my family's cell phones and ended up going into the retail store because of a problem with the phones. Uh, The customer service rep kept uh, greeting me by saying, what do you need, boss? I immediately wanted to throw up. I looked up and noticed this guy's mustache was overgrown and bushy, while somehow being scraggly at the same time. He turned out to be the most condescending, (laughs) self-absorbed customer service rep in the store. His manager stayed within earshot the entire time. Our phones took some time to set up and the rep's lunch break was about to start. He complained to his manager about missing lunch break for this guy's phone, his manager allowed him to go to lunch and the manager finished up the rep literally ran across the store like a little kid running after recess pumping his arms high knees and all <laughs> now that i've said this i feel like this is something that sam might say <laughs> am i wrong Thanks, Like, boss <laughs>
2: is it something i might complain about or something i might like call people boss
1: i think he's inferring that you call people boss no
2: i don't call people boss i'll actually say this I completely see where he's coming from with this, but I actually don't mind the being called boss, depending on what it is. I've at the gym. Like there's like a few like workers there that call you boss. And it's like, it's like kind of a nice endearing thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are sarcastic and making fun of me. Uh, But my favorite guy that works there calls everybody boss. And I'm like, that guy's fire. He's great. No, he has a black shirt because he's a manager. So (laughs) calling people boss made him the boss there you go maybe you just gotta you gotta i i love this there. complaint this is amazing um, boss definitely could end up on the list of buddy bud uh pal sport all I see of what those saying disrespectful. too disrespectful no i get it
1: completely yeah. get it thank never you never thought
2: of it that way though
1: thank you for listening for such a long time too we appreciate yes. you thank you very How much did you find I- us yeah nate email us back and let us know how the hell you found our podcast i'm just curious was it youtube was it spotify but thank you for for tuning in nonetheless sorry it took us a couple days to get your email uh rj happy final day of exhibition games to you both we're a bit late here's just a bag of mixed nuts for y'all because i only got like three hours of sleep last night uh this is potpourri Mm. for a thousand dollars shout out jeopardy alternate all-star format number one let's go one by one and discuss briefly right. we we'll go through the list alternate all-star format number one have four all-star squads and have them do a single game elimination bracket two games on saturday during the day and the final on sunday let the first and second year guys in the mix uh and bag the future stars game more players more fun fun maybe
2: it? it's it's like uh yeah you scrap the future stars game and you do maybe a draft and then those guys are also in there
1: yeah would be fun I'm down. Also, I this is random, not RJ's email. We got a comment the other day on the pregame stream that I touched my face too much. Sorry. I, somebody said that. <laughs> somebody said, I hate I never you, noticed that. I hate when you wipe your nose, it's gross. And they yelled at me. I right? hate I, when you
2: wipe your nose, it's yeah. gross.
1: I wanted to go on a whole rant and say, you know what? It's one thing if you had come in here and like were somewhat nice and said, Hey, like just wipe your nose off screen or something, but just say like you're gross, like now I'm just going to do a warp. So go fuck yourself. No, I'm you just should just you not wipe watching. your
2: nose and just have fucking <laughs> snot
1: everywhere. <laughs> I, I, like, I got allergies. What you want from me, man? Like, I'm not going to go off screen and blow my oh, nose don't ask time them what they want out
2: of you. That's You just asked for a world of pain. You're right, my bad. Get ready to get uh, called fat, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: alternate all-star format number two back to rj the gym rat version players can create their own six-man squads and they play a first to 15 game open to all players So see if the bus one boys want to put in for it uh if they do they're in not a sure how to get the championship game big, but we can big figure tournament. it out yeah it would be fun i don't know if fan people would be into it but uh, <laughs> it would be cool <laughs> making it optional um <clears throat> Next bullet point, you talked about the City Edition jersey not looking funky enough this year. I wish they could do a version honoring Mike Gorman with the player's number encircled uh, with his call. Take it, make it, or maybe just got Got it. it. Either one would be better and more fitting for this year. That would have been sick. That's great. Great idea by
2: RJ. Oh, man. They have yeah, like imagine like maybe it's a, a green jersey with a black mic and a shamrock on the mic and then the numbers in the shamrock or something and then you have a got it or something on there yeah that'd be pretty sick that's they you should know what? have did that
1: I, I he definitely already has it we need to dm pete rogers and say can you make him like gormer jersey got yeah
2: we should like- we should hit him up it's a we good idea
1: he, he RJ, definitely has, great idea a genius. yeah shout out rj uh, and speaking of funky if you haven't read it already pick up a copy of terry pluto's excellent book uh back look back at the ABA title loose balls (laughs) for as much as the 1970s NBA, including Red Auerbach hated the competing league. Uh, About the only thing the modern NBA has not taken from it is the red, white, and blue basketball. It's a fun read uh, and you get to see some truly funkastic uniforms. Might have to pick it up. They
2: should (laughs) do something with the ABA ball. It's a cool ball. Mm -hmm. Sick.
1: Rattlest people who butcher my name. If I get, I get it if it's a phone call and you hear RJ is Andre or Archie. Heck, I got called Sergey today, which is at least a bit different. (laughs) But when I send you a business email and my name is in the signature, how the hell do you screw it up? How do you screw up RJ? Yeah, (laughs) it's an easy one. Not a lot of letters to remember. Do do people ever pronounce your name wrong? Me? Yeah.
2: They do my last name. They love to have fun with it. And they call me like La France.
1: People get my last name wrong a decent amount more than you Yeah, all the time. my last name so me my brother my sister me my brother and sister at our high school graduations our principal pronounced wrong three different times in three different ways (laughs) it was all different and my high school chorus teacher uh who i like was with her for all four years she wrote one of my college recommendations spelt my name incorrectly for the first two years i knew her it's just she added an e. It was just S I M E O N E. It's like when people so, spell Dennis Schroeder wrong and add an e in there. But anyways, uh, last and definitely not least, which Celtic seven footer would Taylor Swift most like hanging out with? Kristaps, Luke Cornett, or Namia Shkeda? Luke Cornett, probably Luke Cornett. Guys, Luke he probably
2: Cornett. likes country music. He's from Texas. Mm-hmm. Like he's probably funny. He's a good time. Now is yeah. he the the biggest star of the bunch? Which is also something she may value with Travis Kelsey there. Uh no, no. Kristoff's the tallest, but as we've discussed, he's he's gonna die. So uh for my mom, who has a nursing degree. Uh, uh so definitely not
1: him. And then RJ, last ball, he said, okay, I lied because he said last. For as much as Sam loves Spider Man, has he ever thought of dressing up as J. Jonah Jameson for Halloween? Okay, now I'm so, doing well. Do you know who this is? I don't
2: know who this is. You don't know who Jay Jonah Jameson is? Am I? Stupid? Okay, hold on. We are gonna have. Fun. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna Google. You can, can Google? look it up. I will find a clip. Uh The end. I know. RJ's... Yes, I know. I know. Okay, yes. you I've know who it clip. is.
1: I've seen the clip. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to answer RJ's question, yes, I actually thought of it this year because we were kind of talking about costumes for this, and I was thinking about it. Maybe Um, he rules. This is the greatest. Character from any superhero movie. J.K. Simmons is excellent. If you've ever seen Whiplash, uh, he's in that too, and he plays a different role, but it's the same actor. Is he like voice is the same.
1: I don't know who he is. I just know I just know the meme. So J
2: Jonah Jameson is the editor of the newspaper that Peter Parker takes pictures for. He takes pictures of Spider-Man. J. Jonah Jameson called? wants pictures of Spider-Man. Paper is da- the Daily Bugle.
1: Okay. I didn't know that. I remember remembered, but I couldn't remember
2: the name. And J. Jonah Jameson is the best character in all of these three movies. Uh, If you have time going... Yeah, you serious? Pay for what? Standing there? Yeah, great. And then he just laughs at him. Fantastic character. I can't say enough good things about J.K. Simmons in that. He's awesome. He's fantastic. Go watch the movies. Go watch compilations on YouTube. He's so good at this character that they brought him back for the new movies with a different Spider-Man. He's the only person... That will
1: play this character in a movie. Oh, they brought him back to play the same character in a different yeah, with a different he, universe or see, whatever.
2: See on your screen the bald one, same guy, same
1: character, different universe. Wow. Wow. Does it just made him look different? Uh, I guess it's older, so he's just older. That's awesome. That is he's, that's he's that's the great. goat. People he's just loved goat. him that much.
2: Yeah, he's he's the star every scene he's in.
1: That's great. That is great. All right, let's get back to the email. <clears throat> we have a few more here. Uh, move and win evening guys. This is from RJ again. If I say, if I don't tell you who it's from, it's from RJ, uh, even guys, well, that was a fun night in Charlotte. Even when the ball wasn't falling, the Celtics showed again, why they moved the ball, uh, up out, uh, Move the ball up out briskly, then pass and cut towards the rim and get good shots. Starters, reserves, deep bench. The result was winning basketball. A couple of a solid defense, even when they took rush threes. The Celtics kept increasing their lead. Okay, it was the Hornets. But a championship team is supposed to blow out an inferior opponent. True. That's right. True. <clears throat> that is the number one point. That
2: is what Joe Missoula should say. Anytime anybody like questions him about, quote-unquote, bad teams, are you going to be able to do that? You should be able to beat the piss on any bad team if you're a championship yes. team. This is what Agreed. I've been asking for for years, and it's not even the actual season yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Love that Nimi got some run with the top nine guys. Also, that he Great. showed improvement on defense and not committing silly fouls. If he got beat first, don't give up free extra points then keep refining your defense it was also nice to see coach Missoula read my note on Lamar Stevens got him to off to the three-point line I got him off the three-point line I should say my favorite stat of the night is that Tatum Holiday Pritchard and Davison combined for 27 assists everyone is getting on the same page as well as moving the ball until Sam pokes his head out of the spider first be well also I saw Holiday Pritchard and Davison no turnovers from those three guys I don't know about Tatum but it was a fishing night. Sam's head is out of the spider verse though. For now. Uh, it was fully in it for now. Sorry. I was mad I to hell do...
2: yesterday that we had to do a video. I completely forgot about it and it snuck up on me. I do want to game. be here when I was here, but when mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, Oh no, mm-hmm.
1: I do want to play the game. I just haven't had any time.
2: It's I, just... <laughs> I want you to play it. Maybe tomorrow mm-hmm. you'll have a little bit of time. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know think I got ball. Tomorrow. Are you playing ball?
1: That. I practice I'm
2: playing ball. If uh, I'm not exhausted, because I have a okay. I have a noon playoff game tomorrow.
1: Well, I've got Celtics practice and then ball, so I probably won't have time to play the game. <laughs> but um next email again from RJ. Handicapping roster moves. Morning, Jack. Say hi to Sam for me when Sam comes back from a self induced spider verse exile. this it was great, dude. I put this my did life happen on
2: do not disturb. I
1: literally <laughs> did didn't happen.
2: text anybody back yesterday. Like it was fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Now that the preseason games are done, we turn to the last bit of preseason fun for armchair GMs, guessing who winds up on the roster. Well, we kind of know now, but we'll see what RJ predicted. Celtics only need to cut one contract to get down to 15 players, along with resolving Jay Scrub's contract status due to his injury. I'll grow, group my guesses into three groups on the team, Ben and update your resume uh, on the team. Banton, Brissett, Brown, Hauser, Holiday, Horford, Cornette, Mikhailu, Porzingis, Pritchard, Stevens, Tatum, White. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. All uh, correct here. Biggest surprise call of time between Gornett and Mikhailu Luke, because uh, in a world governed by what have you done for me lately and how high is your ceiling? He's being rewarded for steady, consistent play and knowledge of the new organization. His mostly because I knew his game uh, as being shooting first, last, and always, but as athleticism stood out, it got him on board. <clears throat> Bench or main? Davison, Keda, Scrub, Walsh. <coughs> Biggest surprise, Keda, after seeing the additions, uh excuse me auditions by cabin gala last year in a in vegas kind this summer i was all set to see another looks good in the highlight reel guy who couldn't advance the game that has shows his improvement <laughs> necessary to not only keep him in the organization but very likely get him regular minutes on nights where al or kp are resting. walsh isn't a surprise for this list because he's still maturing physically which is what 19 year olds should be doing uh UIR, what does that stand for again? Update, Update your resume. Your resume. <clears throat> yes, Gabriel and Stewart. Correct two for two for RJ. Big surprise winning Gabriel's experience and productivity last year with the Lakers. Maybe think he was a likely candidate Just what time with Luke. But not only has Kata passed him, he hasn't seen a progress past the deep end of the bench, falling behind Stevens in the role of small big. So The odd man out comes down to Gabriel Scrubber Stewart. The easy cut is to cut Scrub because of his injury and slide Stewart into his two-way spot. But apart from being too Comey, he hasn't shown a remarkable single aspect to his game, nor did he show marked improvement during the games. My pick is to reward dem- demonstrated progress, even if it means holding a guy through injury. Keep Scrub on his two-way. Let Stewart go. Sign Gabriel as the fifteenth man. Let's go, Celtics. <laughs> RJ. Well, they he did sent cut just Stewart. A follow-up email. <laughs> oh, did he?
2: Yeah, he sent us a, the next one. Is uh...
1: this one? No. No,
2: there's no. one where he was like, update.
1: Oh, 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 oh. It? Yes, update yeah, email, <laughs> email HMO. HMO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's close, though. You got close, RJ. Respect. Uh, all right, let's move swiftly through these because we got two more, and then we'll move on to the rest of the show. Yep. Under studies from RJ. Morning, gents. Morning, RJ. We appreciate you. Hey, hey. Good, good morning as you're listening to this. Uh, how are you doing today, RJ? J. Let's know. How, let us know how you're doing in your next email, RJ. Yeah. We appreciate you. With the starting six locked in and Coach Missoula preaching what looks like to be a consistent brand of Celtics basketball each out of the floor, interest, irrespective of who is on the floor, maybe a better way to look at players 7 through 14 on the roster would be in terms of understudies. The production keeps going, and you have a player or two who can step into the role of a star. Tatum understudy, Sam Hauser. He has the height. His scoring ability provides some of the gravity JT has. True. And while he can shoot and will shoot, the ball doesn't stick in his hands if he's covered. True. Brown understudy. O'Shea Brissett and Svee McKayley. Do we want defensive JT Brissett or offensive JT Svee, I think you meant JB, but still. White or Holiday? Peyton Pritchard is the only understudy, uh, the one understudy, understudy whose game has the least resemblance to the leads he subs in for, but his familiarity with the rest of the team and the respect they have for him makes it work. Delano Banton moves up if the opponent requires a taller guard. Horford Lamar Stevens what he lacks on outside shooting Stevens brings in some original out energy with his drives to the basket and its ability to finish his defense is muscular and mobile so it's not a big drop up there or <coughs> Luke Cornette I know that everyone wants the answer to be uh I know what the everyone wants the answer to be but Cornette knows the lines, and knows the rest of the cast. And that counts for a lot when you want to maintain the performance in the absence of the lead. And yes, Nimiya Shketa is studying furiously to move up in the spot, but I'm certain, be well, RJ. I appreciate the, uh, the theatrics uh, terms there. It speaks like to my high school. Um, <clears throat> any thoughts here, Sam? Or should we move swiftly through this? Good. Um,
2: good, good thought, I Ross. think Nimi might be the backup center. I don't know yet. I think RJ's point's good, too. He's still got a little bit of work to do a little bit more polished. I like the idea
1: of having understudies, though, <laughs> people who can play the same role.
2: I think Lamar Stevens is a good one mm-hmm. for Al Horford. He seems like he has the strength and versatility to kind of be a plug-and-play defender if he needs to be. I wonder and... if they will play
1: O'Shea in that spot more than Lamar because he's <laughs> taller. That's and true. He's not as strong, but he's athletic.
2: That, that's a uh, decent shout, too.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. One last email. <clears throat> Thank you, Archer, for tuning in. Full circle for Kissin' Law. Since looking for information on Reggie Kissin' Law is what brought me to HBTC in the first place, uh-huh. I figured I'd share my write-up of his recent signing cut with the Celtics along with fellow big James Banks. Full articles, Celtics blog here. We'll take a brief look. We don't have to read through the whole yeah. thing, but and Law did, in fact, sign with Celtics. Oh, it is a brief write-up. I want to read the whole thing, but uh, basically... Preseason started with Celtics plug trotting up big men for auditions. Did a signing cut man- maneuver yesterday with center James Banks and returning Maine Celtic power forward, Richie Kissenlaw. Uh 6'11, 27-year-old Kissenlaw. Uh signing looks to be a depth addition for Maine. One ninety-five pound frame, just doesn't seem built for NBA minutes. But he showed good defensive timing and a reasonable three-point shot. Banks, who will turn 26 in January. He's probably skinny. Banks will turn 26 oh, in January. 6'10 tall, weighs 250 pounds. Feels like another break, glass in case of emergency players. Uh four-year college split between Texas and Georgia Tech, averaging six and a half and f- five and a half. Spent one year at overseas. At overseas. <laughs> uh, he averaged five and five and finished second in the league in one point eight blocks a game. Next two years we're in the G League uh six and six one five assists one four blocks uh yeah kissing law was at celtics practice the other day actually so that was something to notice maybe he' was just getting in some run while he was signed and not waived, but um <clears throat> he was there so that was something i noticed but uh, thank you again to rj you're you're a beast. <laughs> like you're he, you're a legend he for this is
2: a unit a well-oiled machine he puts yes. in the work
1: i'm getting i'm getting better at reading them too i'm speeding through them i can talk quick I stumble a little bit but uh Thank you to RJ and RJ. Let us know how you're doing. I want I want an RJ email, not Celtics email, from you. We appreciate you. Um, let us I know how forgot... the birthday was for the twi- Yeah, months. yeah. Tell us. I also completely forgot to check the timestamp on that, so I'm gonna have to go back and try to find when we started the emails, which should be easy though, because I can look when the emails popped up on the screen. So That's it's fire. true. <laughs> yeah, I can figure. Maybe the out.
2: best thing for you to forget the timestamp. <laughs>
1: exactly. For. Exactly. All right, but moving into the NBA portion of the show. Uh we'll start with a couple housekeeping a couple of housekeeping items that was tough uh, the that nuggets too. no i'm not getting that <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will i will leave my my stumbles in we'll imperfections out, yeah, remain we yeah, I'm try my best the Nuggets have extended big man Zeke Naji to a four-year, $32 million deal. I was listening to Zach Lowe talk about this with Bobby Marks when they were talking about potential extensions. Zach Lowe said Zeke Najee should ask for four years, $40 million. So he's clearly high on Zeke Najee. Zeke Najee probably get to play a lot of minutes in Denver this year as the backup five. He's um, in a weird spot. It is weird. You think he'll play. He's a solid enough defender. He can shoot the three a little bit. Um, but y- you think he gets some more minutes this year because DeAndre Ayton's probably going to take another step backwards in terms of playing time. Uh, he played 14 minutes for them last year, averaged five and two. Um, you mean like, DeAndre Jordan? What did you I said say? said
2: DeAndre Ayton.
1: Yeah, I meant DeAndre. Jordan. I, I
2: was so confused. I was so confused that it took me like 30 seconds to figure out who you were trying to talk about. Sorry, DeAndre Jordan. Like, wait, but, wait, uh, wait, what?
1: yeah zeke Naji should, should play any thoughts on the sam i assume you're not
2: i think uh Naji's an interesting character for the nuggets because he's someone that of course with this extension is no longer in the last year of his deal but he is in the last of the rookie salary if you will so <laughs> he's somebody that the nuggets have been at least urged to look to trade to include in trades this summer uh, every time Bleacher Report put up an article, it was his name that was in there for the most part. So it's interesting to see what they're going to do with him this year and how much they actually want to use him. Because if he does get real minutes, it's not crazy to see them keeping him. But if he doesn't, he has the contract now to where a trade could at least get them something valuable in return or serviceable in return to get real minutes.
1: Yeah, now he'll make a little bit more money, although he will have the poison pill thing, so they probably can't trade him this he gets year a trade kicker. Um,
2: if he gets traded. No, it's
1: just it's the poison pill. So, if they since they signed him to a rookie extension, he's making a little bit of money this year. They can't trade him using this salary, they have to trade him using next year's salary or oh, like some average or something weird. I see it's like the uh, I forget where the learn something came. new every day rule came from, but there's a poison pill in there. Um, so there's that. Another housekeeper, I really can't say that word. All right, another, an <laughs> another you
2: get a lot of <laughs> another reading,
1: another <laughs> housekeeping day. item um the trailblazers have picked up ish wainwright who was released by the suns and they have waived kevin knox this didn't like have to be its own thing i just thought it was interesting because ish, ish wainwright, wainwright I, I think a solid player. nfl player former right? college football player okay um they I were talking a lot played... about football with him <clears throat> yeah he's huge he... he's just a big dude he had a good game against um, the celtics at the garden yeah yeah he he's big Did he play? i don't think he played in the nfl i swear he didn't play in the nfl i, I think he like just played
2: the bills Maybe they drafted him and he never made it.
1: Oh, yeah. After finishing his career at Baylor, Wainwright joined the Buffalo Bills as an undrafted free agent but did not make the final roster. So there was a I see. Right. We're both right. We're both right. Um, yeah, then he went to play basketball overseas. Yeah. How old is this Wainwright, Sam? 28. 29. <laughs> He's i old. was close. He's old for a guy who thinks, Uh, you know, you think he'd be a younger player. I like the pickup for, for the Trailblazers. He's a nice, like, big body to throw out there off the bench like he's dude it he might be the most jack guy in the nfl he's huge
2: he's gigantic i think he would have been an interesting pickup for the celtics actually he has a yeah. little bit of a shooting ability and he's obviously strong enough to hold his own on defense he's not the greatest shooter ever but he had a good game against celtics so he fits the build to uh get brought surprise,
1: in surprise surprise the suns let him go that too weird they pick somebody up i think though i i think uh suns wave i think they signed somebody so they let him go could they sign? Maybe not. I, I think there is Yeah. No, they them. I'm an idiot. Ignore me. Uh, anyways. Big dumb idiot. <laughs> yeah. That's me. But speaking of waivers, uh, today was the last day for teams to waive players without having to pay the x amount of money per day to keep them on the roster so guys who did not get waived right now seem like okay they might stick around we don't have to go over all these like in depth but these are guys who did not get waived per keith smith nba uh he said the following players on exhibit nine ten deals do not appear to have been waived today ryan archer diakno uh new york knicks charles Bediako, spurs he played pretty well for them in summer league and i, I can't remember if he was in the g league or in college last year but he's a big body uh yep. harry giles the third in brooklyn shout out tatum's friend yeah. lamar stevens in boston w as put, w for you about, right? big w for jack huge for jack big edmund w. Sumner in charlotte stanley amude and and detroit and nate williams jr in houston uh so those are the guys jack
2: who, who is control. addicted to gambling even if it's not with money Gamble hours and hours
1: of work on a guy <laughs> making the roster Woo! <laughs> we'll see what happens um and then the Good last for him like, man i like yeah. the fit. in on lamar uh last thing before we wrap up every year sam and i do predictions we do standings and nba awards we're gonna start with the awards today we need to start reviewing our, these
2: uh, mark yeah. it is october 22nd podcast
1: someone remind us, someone yeah. remind us. we there's R- R- rj ads. remind us <laughs> yeah rj can you can you <laughs> this is such a huge rj remind us a year from now to react to this uh or no well, maybe we'll, just in april <laughs> Yeah, remind us in a. Yeah, fine. Ask, remind us months from now to react yeah. to this. Um, I'm going to title this in the Google Docs uh, NBA Award Predictions. Okay. Pred- Good call. Predictions 2023 24. So I can search it and maybe we'll find it. It'll pop up. We got to
2: be the um, dumbest of the dumb. We're so stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be part of the intro. <laughs> I'm not editing that hell. No, No, Bucky, don't, edit it. don't edit
2: it because that's going to take a lot of time. But that is just an all-time like oh, encapsulation man. of the show. We're going to be
1: the dumbest no. of the time. Uh, all right. But we're going to do NBA award predictions now. Um, and then we'll get to the rows. And then that'll be it. And then I can go to sleep. I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, all right. You want to start with the MVP? Or do you want to go least important award to the most important? Yeah, let's do that one. Okay, so let's start with Clutch Player of the Year, because no one cares. Um, (laughs) Sam and I, (laughs) Sam who is lagging now, sometimes I'll cut it when Sam lags from the show, but instead, I'm just going to talk to you guys until Sam comes back. How are you guys doing today? Sam's going to have no idea this is in the show, and maybe I'll show him, Uh, but Sam's not here. I hope you're all having a great day. This is mainly because I don't want to have to edit out Sam's lag from the show and put it in and have that extra time, so I'm just filibustering, I'm mean we appreciate you. Welcome back, Sam. Sorry. Um, it's fine. Thing turned red. So, cl- shocker. Clutch player of the year. Um I, I it's I don't know how to predict this because it's new last year. Who do you have as your clutch player of the year, Sam? Who Mine you is
2: blank. I thought we were gonna skip it, but I will give you some <laughs> ideas off the top of my head. I think Luca is a good a good call for this. Be the dumbest motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Luca, sure.
2: I think Luke is a good pick, a uh, little bit biased as a Celtics fan, but I've seen him hit more game winners against the Celtics than probably 99% of NBA players I've ever seen play. Uh, yeah. I also think that yeah, I, I want to think teams that are probably going to be having to battle it out in a that's lot of why I games. thought
1: That's why I thought. So I have four players under here who were in the running last year that I think are automatically going to be who in Who won the last year? Darren Fox, I think, won last year. Okay. And so yes, I have Fox, Jimmy, Luca, DeMar DeRozan. I think those four were in the running last okay. year. <clears throat> they'll probably be in the running this year. But for my top three, I picked three guys who I thought were unique because I was like, you know, let's let's have some fun. Donovan That's Mitchell is who I had to win. I think Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell will have a good chance. He seems like they'll be there. I think Trey Young could have a chance because I think the Hawks could be. I in have one for you games. when you're done. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then my really weird one, Cam Johnson. I think the Nets are going to be in a lot of close games. I think he's Cam probably the Johnson best or Cam Thomas Johnson. Okay. I think they're going to be in a lot of close games. I think Mikael Bridges isn't the best three point shooter. And I think Cam Johnson takes a major leap forward this year. He's not one of my most improved player candidates. Spoiler alert. But I think he'll take a leap. I think he'll be hitting a lot of clutch shots. That's that's my way out of left field. If I'm writing him to look like a genius, if not, I'll just be an idiot. Cam Johnson's hmm. the name I'll put out there. Who do you got? I think Dame is a good good candidate for this. that is a good one <laughs> yeah dave maybe
2: yeah he's gonna have a lot more attention on him this year uh he might get to have some moments with the box he might not have to because they're gonna be a good team and uh maybe shea Gilders alexander too if i could speak english mm-hmm. uh he, he's somebody that's probably gonna be in a lot of close games with an okc team that has somewhat of uh expectations on them this year with a lot of young talent
1: yeah i'll back it i'll back it all right coach
2: of uh, also, OKC Dagnall think okay. think that team has a lot of potential if they take a leap. People are going to be like, respect to the coach. Mm. You have to shout him out. So he's a good candidate for that. Uh, other teams, I, I think got. Missoula might have a shout too, just because the Celtics are mm-hmm. kind of being reinvented in a way. He's got a whole Adrian new roster he has to deal with. Adrian <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, who is not the general manager, uh, who
1: Terry Stotts got really mad at. We didn't put that in our. In our show notes, but Terry Stotts. We talked about
2: that. Talked about it somewhere.
1: Did you see the new stuff came out though? No, I forget where I saw it. I'm I'm hoping I didn't get baited and this isn't a fake thing. Um, Let me let me look quick just so I don't say. While you're looking, Um, yeah,
2: I was on Reddit today and I saw the Bucks posted a a leak. Their their (laughs) subreddit posted a leak of their city jerseys, and the top reply was, "This is why Terry Stotts left. He saw this and dipped."
1: uh yeah <laughs> it's funny i don't know if it's true <clears throat> i can't find what i saw but i saw something along the lines of like they were in a heated confrontation it, I, it sounds fake now that i say it back but it's funny so i'm gonna <laughs> say it anyways um and it was like you know i'm not taking advice from a guy who never made it past the eastern conference finals and <laughs> terry Stot- imagine if terry stotts yelled back yeah with fucking ennis cantor as my center <laughs> 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 so i don't think it's true but that would be fire if you just yelled that back it's like that um, time
2: where uh what was it, CP3 reportedly called hard and fat, and Skip Bayless <laughs> said it on TV?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, My guy, I have I think Jamal Mosley could have a chance. I think the Magic are going to be real good this year. Uh, Magic was going to be the team I about... was going
2: to say, but I didn't know who the coach was, so I didn't want to say
1: it. <laughs> Jamal Mosley, the reason I know, partially, because I tweeted about him once, and Luka Dondrich followed me on Twitter. <laughs> A long time ago, because he was his assistant in Dallas. Uh, Other ones, Rick Carlisle. I'm in on the Pacers and Magic. I think both those guys could have a chance. Uh, Yep, those are are
2: good shouts, good teams that are kind of set to take a leap, so the coaches will get credit there. Great picks.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Sixth man of the year.
2: Who do you got? So, I already told you this, but my answer on my sheet that I typed out was verbatim. I'd say whoever it winds up being in Boston but who knows if they actually have anybody take on the role full time. And then Mm -hmm. without a period, it says Malik monk. So Malik monk is my actual pick. I think he had a solid showing in the playoffs for the Kings. If he's able to carry over that magic into the regular season, he could get some real recognition out there, especially because I think people are actually going to pay attention to the Kings now. So that's, that's a little thing to keep your eyes peeled for other guys off the top of my head. I don't have a whole lot for you.
1: I got three. Uh, my winner I picked, Bobby Portis. Okay, he's a good shot to take it home. It's kind of overdue. Was, he was third in voting last year. I think he could get a bump this year. Another guy who was second in voting, Emmanuel Quickly, I think could have another bump. I mean, he's going to be the sixth man there anyways. Uh, <clears throat> off the rails guy picked, Seth Curry in Dallas. I think he'll probably score a sure. lot, get some threes. I think that's another guy who could get some consideration if they're good enough. So, Seth Curry. Dallas
2: is a big window team where they could be Pretty good, or they could suck in it. They could be third or twelfth. Yeah, yep. you don't know what's. Gonna A happen. lot of teams in the West could be, in fairness to them.
1: Yep. Okay. Rookie of the year. I assume you put Wemby. I also we put, put Wemby. Maybe chat. Uh, another guy I have. Just before we talk about Wemby, Keontae George in Utah. I think you get some chances. A lot He's of good things good. being said about him. He's good. He's another guy. I picked him up in fantasy. Eyes uh, emoji. It's just because I think he'll be good. Hmm. Wemby's just so fucking good. Like, Sam and I both tuned in briefly, or I tuned in. I think Sam saw some highlights, and we Uh, like checked it out. The Spurs-Warriors game. He is, I know it's been talked about to death, but watching it for the first time, like, fully, like, paying attention. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, he's he's crazy he could make the all-star game this year he's nasty he's i ridiculous. wouldn't be shocked
2: if he makes the all-star game this year to be honest Look, with damn, you with all the fan voting and that's what i was gonna you say you know all that stuff people are gonna be impressed with his highlights They're, he's gonna be a social media favorite the stuff you're seeing him do in the preseason is unlike things we've seen anybody else do uh, you saw him take the picture with Chris Paul, where Chris Paul stood on his tippy toes. Who was the one that revealed that little secret from Chris Paul? Who was the reporter? Whoever that may be know. is not going to get any quotes from Chris Paul for the remainder of the season. Like if I'm Chris <laughs> Paul, that's like excommunication right there. Not talking to you ever again.
1: <clears throat> that is fire. It's fire. Sam, who was the last rookie to make the All-Star game? Uh, yeah, Who's the last rookie? Okay, before that, I'll see how far back you can go. I don't know, dude. <laughs> is it, Yao is Ming. it that,
2: is that, oh, okay.
1: Yao Ming, Tim Duncan, Grant Hill, and Shaq. Uh, you, not ex-
2: you didn't expect me to know Blake Griffin. Uh,
1: I was just curious. I, I was going to say who are all of the rookies to make it, but there is a lot more than I thought. So we're not go- there's 45. So I'm not going. 1946, <laughs> tell you what. Whole awesome all game, rookies. It's true. This is true. Um. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Wemby's nuts. Most improved player, Sam, who you got?
2: I have two guys. I have uh, Alperin Shingun from the Rockets. Feels like a good pick. Rockets are kind of a team that could make a little bit of a jump. He has little, like, shades of Jokic in his game. People are loving Jokic right now. There's all kinds of little narratives that could lead him to getting a lot of attention for that. And also Anthony Edwards. Now, Anthony Edwards is a tougher pick because he's already good. But a lot of people are gassing up Anthony Edwards after this Team USA run. He turned out to be the guy for that team. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Minnesota. Then maybe moving on from Cat or seeing what they can do with Cat and Gobert. And if that team is actually able to make any kind of leap, he's going to get a lot of credit for that too. So you might see a new Anthony Edwards in Minnesota this year. So I think he might get some attention for the
1: most improved player. And, and it's a good pick. Ant's a good pick. I have three. My so is your pick, Ant or Alperin? Just solidify. Who who do you pick? Have you done this in any of your Hey, I have three guys picks. Been like I think this is the guy that's going to win. Yes, I don't all, think you I, have. I have. I've done it in every single one. I said okay. Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Mosley, Bobby Portis, and Wembenyama. You just don't okay. listen to me.
2: <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think it's actually going to be Anthony Edwards.
1: I just think he has too much okay. attention on him. Yeah, <laughs> <You> just don't <laughs> listen to me. I've literally every time I said this is who I get with, uh, who I, I have is my winner.
2: Sometimes I just didn't think like I didn't put it together like you were going just not in this order. Time.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Obi Toppin is who I have winning. I think he's going to shout. I I think he's going to get a lot of new looks. He's looked great in the preseason so far. Um, Tyrese Maxey is another one, especially if Harden's out. Mm -hmm. I think he'll have a good chance. Now I'm going to tell you who is going to win. Austin Reeves is going to win most improved player. Oh, they love him. Am I wrong, right? It's too easy. It's too easy. He's, yeah. So I think that is who's going to win. But Obi Toppin is my pick. Uh, for it all right i would like to year. be
2: none of the guys we mentioned because that means something really fun happened
1: exactly i agree i hope it's none of them uh, i Crystals. hope uh i hope kelly olenek wins most improved player uh
2: who is he? after he gets traded <laughs> the celtics mid-season yeah no.
1: yeah daniel tice most improved player campaign i'd be election.
2: down he's so sick daniel <laughs> tice <laughs> averages like 2010 two blocks
1: all-star Tice. okay uh defensive player of the year tice no uh who is your pick
2: I picked Giannis. I think Giannis is due for another one. He hasn't won it in, what, two, three years now. Uh, He's still that guy. He's long. He's an impactful player on a good defensive team, even though they were mid last year, I think, defensively, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But he is still an impactful defensive player. He's quick. He can defend the perimeter. He's strong. He can defend the paint. And he's able to athletically block shots and deflect passes, all of it. He can do it all. Uh, So he's my pick. I think he's due for another one.
1: (laughs) I back it. Uh, I picked uh well, do you have anybody excuse me anybody else or that's my sure? only
2: one i i think this is a harder one i think Wemby might be a sleeper pick but i don't know if he's
1: strong enough mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna go with evan mobley they were mm-hmm. the best defensive team in the league last year i think he'll take another step especially defensively uh, and if they're top five again i think he'll get a lot of votes other guys i mentioned nick Claxton. i think the nets have all those pieces to be good on defense i think he's good ben simmons ben simmons uh anthony davis if the lakers are a good defensive team and he plays enough he's True. just he was nasty in the playoffs. And then I said, D. White, Drew Holiday, KP, though. Like, if the Celtics are as good defensively as they are, I think one of them could seriously get some love. Drew Holiday is and-
2: going to get that national media attention with the Celtics. Poor Zingas is.
1: D. White? Dude, if, if they are that good on defense, like, I think there's a case. Uh, all right. MVP, Sam. Who would you got for your MVP?
2: All right. So, I have two guys. I can't pick one. I have Giannis and Tatum. Here's okay. why. I think those are the best two teams in the league. I think they are two of the most exciting players in the league. I think Tatum is due for one, but he has to put together a real season. And again, Giannis didn't win one since when? 2020, 2019. It's been a while for Giannis. I think he's due another one.
1: Okay. I have Tatum and Devin Booker as my two secondary ones. Devin Booker. But I have Jokic. I think Jokic. what's going to happen is they love
2: Jokic again.
1: I think everyone realizes our bad. We were too juiced up on, you know, Joel Embiid needs his. Jokic has been the best player in the NBA for the past four seasons. He, he just has been. Object, like he just has been. He's put up the best stats by far. Basketball he's reference is
2: crazy. It really is.
1: He's 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 a fucking my career player. He's not. In, <laughs> this is not in the NBA. Speaking of 2K,
2: Jokic. Quick. Yeah. Quick, quick, quick. Sorry. Not to like derail you. You can pick one 2K player to give like 99 potential to it has to be Tice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> you need it. No, but Nicole Jokic last season, 25 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists, not MVP.
2: <laughs> playoff numbers are even better. Crazy. They're so yeah. nuts. And it's like, it's playoff- like 30, 13 and a half and nine and also, a half on like Stan- efficient, efficient splits.
1: Jokic averaged 24 and a half points in regular season last year on 15 shots. <laughs> Sam, what did he shoot from the field he shot Jokic. what 60 63.2 yeah, percent and, from the and field. he
2: shot a, he shot some threes too he 2. shot 40 percent game. From the three right 38.3
1: yeah. percent on 2.2 attempts a game playoffs 30 points <laughs> 30... i can't even say this out loud he, he <laughs> was I, unbelievable
2: I, in the playoffs he was i'm sorry doing shit you'll never
1: see <laughs> in 20 games 30 points a game 13 and a half rebounds nine and a half assists a steal and a block, 54.8% to the field, 46.1% from three. <laughs> like, that genuinely might be a top five playoff run ever. <laughs> like, it might be. Ever. No, I,
2: I, I've I written about the Nuggets a zillion times in the last two months because I'm on that mm-hmm. fan-sided page. And I do a ton of Jokic, like, box or, box score inserts or whatever. And man, every time I go look at basketball reference, to talk about the playoff run. I'm like, that is one of the most insane things we've ever seen. It's just out of this world. He's an alien, whatever you want to call him. He's unbelievable, super efficient, and he controls the game at a high, high intellectual level.
1: Crazy. He's the best player on the planet. I think going MVP again. All right, let's get in to the ratless. Finally, it's been a long I feel show. like you're
2: ready for this. You You sound ready
1: i'm exhausted i'm ready to go to sleep uh but wow we have a lot of stuff going on, on the screen and right? oopsies matt the, wait go that bring out. that one back bring it back bring it back matt
2: the rat looks kind of like a dwarf he's, <laughs> he's a rat yeah
1: he is we'll bring out the real matt <clears throat> there's matt for us um all right what do i have oh do you want to hold rat court first should we start with yes, Rat yes hold so rat court. this is more. a week a week in the works rat court in session so I am looking to move out currently. I'm looking at apartments and I am going to potentially live with my friend Mallory, who I have known since high school. I've known her for 10 years. Uh, we're friends. We went to high school together. We did a show choir together. We went to the same college. Uh, she was a nursing major as well. Like, so I've been good friends with her for a long time. She's also looking to move in the city. So we're like, oh, maybe we'll look together. Nothing like this isn't a definite. I'm definitely going to do it. But we're like looking at apartments, seeing if there's anything, if it works out. I tell Sam this and Sam goes it's fucking weird dude i'm like it is why weird. Is, it's it's, it's weird. not weird it's, it's just weird. not it's not weird this is the rat court and so we're not going to be able to decide this so we need the chat to tell us yeah i mean sam's just never seen new girl it's a normal i've thing. seen new girl it's that's just a like... joke that's a joke but i mean like... even even new girl there's like three there's like a bunch of people in the
2: apartment uh, no, it's not no. just two people in the apartment it, no. it, there's four of them
1: this is it is not weird we are good friends Weird. It's it's just it's like it's just normal. It's not weird.
2: Do you know people in real life that that do my that? dad? That my aren't dad new did. girl.
1: My dad lived with. Okay, girls. yeah. When he All moved right. to the city, respect. Yeah. So, it's, rat court. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> that's, who, that's the who is court. who is right about this? <laughs> Me. I think it's strange. <laughs> it's just strange. Have you told Kaylin about this? I wonder what you would say. Oh, I haven't. I actually have not. I'm curious. You have to let me know what she says. I'll have to ask her. I'll text her in a minute. Okay. Um, uh, go ahead, Sam. So you can't complain about Spider-Man not being here anymore.
2: I can't. I can't. <laughs> Your main complaint. I is can gone. complain about it being here. So, like I said earlier, I now feel like I have no will to live. I've finished the story in this game, and <laughs> it is a crushing feeling when <laughs> you've been waiting five years for something, and it's kind of gone
1: it's like it's like the uh the puppy who eats his too, food too fast I'm like oh exactly
2: spider-man came out and it comes out on thursday night so timeline timeline time jack and i have done four hours of content on thursday i'm very tired yeah. i go and i take a nap after we wrap up our Friday morning video that we did after the playback stream with Tyler Rucker, which you was You took excellent. work
1: off to play this game. I took
2: work off for three days, so I prepared two days, uh, just preparing myself. Personal and I took the Friday off to make amazing. sure I had all day to play and could not be bothered. Now, I go take a nap after the show. 1155 alarm comes. I get up, spring out of bed, go pee, sit down on my PlayStation, watch the final minute, tick off the thing, and I hit play. I play for two and a half hours. I thoroughly enjoy myself.
1: Was there a timer in the game with the, with the, the minutes or did you just watch a clock saying like, I'm no.
2: So when you're on your PlayStation and the game is not officially released yet, there is a,
1: yeah,
2: since I downloaded it last Friday, there was a countdown to when you could oh play, my God. but this is for every game. It's not just a Spider-Man thing. Like if, if I bought like 2k, it would do the same thing.
1: I can just picture you having that up at all hours of the day. Like oh, it's so I should have, I should have had it as
2: my background. <coughs> But so I play for two and a half hours. I finally decide I wasn't even really that tired, but I was like, I'm going to go to bed because I don't want to get up at like 11.
1: You so wanted to maximize the time you would have playing the next. Day. Yeah,
2: I wanted to maximize my Friday <laughs> okay. playing time. So I, I go to bed. I wake up at seven yeah. and I'm ready to go. I'm recharged. I sit <laughs> down at my PlayStation. I play for two hours. I decide I'm hungry. So I go downstairs and I make myself food. I do not go get coffee. This is important. I go and I make my own breakfast. I eat my sandwich. I come back. I play for. A... Sorry. So I was getting distracted. I'll explain this as a rap another. Sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Because I'm I'm getting like a story. I'm sorry. So <laughs> five hours go by. I go back downstairs. and My dad says, oh, you must be hungry. I made myself a rap and I went right back upstairs and played. <laughs> So what is it? Nine to two, I have played now seven total hours since waking up. <laughs> I proceed to play another eight hours. Straight? Well, I ate dinner at some point.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. You got it. Yeah. And I recorded you. with you. Okay. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> that was yeah. great... I recorded with you. are a dumbass to get yeah, in the I leg.
2: did. I recorded with you.
1: <laughs> but by the time I recorded with
2: Jack, I have developed a splitting headache. Because I've been sitting, yeah, I have I have my blue light glasses staring at my TV for the better part of 24 hours. Like yesterday, from midnight to 10 p.m., there were probably five total hours that I was not playing Spider Man.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I had a, and I did not have caffeine. I have coffee every single day, Off of multiple times. <clears throat> That'll do it. So I think I was having withdrawals. But I'll tell you what, what a day. What a day it was. Maybe the best day I've had in a long time. Just don't have to do anything. Put your life <laughs> Did, on Do Not Disturb.
1: Better than
2: Stranger Things Day. So here's why Stranger Things was a better time. Okay. Because that lasted like a month, month and a half. This was hmm. just the day end-to-end stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. But Infra now listeners- I'm sad. <clears throat> for listeners back during COVID, Sam just watched Stranger Things for like a month. <laughs>
2: no, it wasn't COVID. It was oh, last was year. A... it? was after the Celtics went to the finals, and we had that little cool down period where there wasn't a whole lot going mm, on. Okay, yeah, yeah. It sure. was just I was going to work at four a.m., get out at one, go run, go to the gym after work, probably get done around like five, right before bed. Episode of Stranger Things, <clears throat> best, best. We like, weren't even my life, maybe ever.
1: We weren't even recording regularly then, so we weren't grinding. To... No, not like this. Not like this. We we did a decent amount. I, I no, we were how still in we there, but we
2: spent. weren't. We didn't turn it up yet.
1: No, not yet. We do daily videos now. We're all right, level. but uh,
2: um, I'm not gonna like talk about the game just in case anybody listening wants to enjoy it. I'm not gonna say anything sure. that happens if people want that comment. Like maybe I'll talk about it next week or something. Great,
1: great out of hundred though.
2: Out of a hundred, uh, probably ninety two now i i didn't like that like there's certain like missions you can't change your suit i talked about it. i like the suits it doesn't <laughs> let you change your suit.
1: okay 92 good though good well what was Very the good. first what was the first game for context
2: so this is probably a more well done game but the first game might be the best first experience i've ever had with a game same thing played all day so out of honor brought, brought me to tears brought me to you, tears probably 90 genuinely Genuinely too. Yeah, the end of the first game sad. Get ready.
1: Oh fuck me! I don't want to play. I, I will play. Um, all right. Ratlist rain ass. That's what I have written on the sheet. That's what that's my take.
2: Counter ratlist rain. Good love rain. Wet running in the rain today. You can only get so wet. More dramatic run it me, feels like you're in a very let me uh, high energy situation. Go ahead.
1: Let me contextualize my rain ass <laughs> ratlist here. Rain is ass because the green line decided that. There was a problem, and so they had to shut down service today. And for context, the closest station to Johnny Cupcakes is the Green Line. And so instead of having a two-minute walk to the store, I had a fifteen-minute walk to the store, which mm. is fine. Except it was raining, <laughs> and so this, I was there, just this in, is a in coal the rain. Rat list. Yeah, it's a co-ratless rain for being asked. Also, rain sucks to drive in just mm. terrible that that was bad especially well, people see rain
2: and they just like i don't know how to drive
1: exactly especially when the f- i'm sorry i understand your car broke down mm. can it not break down in the left lane fuck off
2: Get out and of consider way. it to break down the left lane i respect what it. what i'm yeah.
1: saying what i'm saying so regardless like of that rush
2: hour don't Especially
1: because it. it was raining and I had to merge back into the middle lane and people, it was like a bottleneck. It wasn't and it, it was just like randomly on the highway. It was perfectly like a bottleneck where people are coming in. And he, fuck that. Mad at the rain because I couldn't see. Mad at the green line for making me walk in the rain. Green line was back up by the time I went home. So that was fine. But, mad at the person who broke down. Transit today. Just overall rat list. It was annoying. Not a fan. Okay.
2: So there's a brief rat list but i think it is going to be a hard hitter so i what stalled me out of my spider-man story uh my girlfriend just texted me and she is at a pumpkin carving get together sure uh this has nothing to do with pumpkins so apparently one of her friends was telling a story she was in are you familiar with bajas jack
1: have we been there is that the place you took me different when i came down to to ball okay then no i don't know two of the four letters are correct
2: um it was close close. but it's like it's essentially like a chipotle they have one on uh two on thayer street in providence so it's like a little like walk-in thing sure uh they have a bathroom in the back so apparently Kaylin's friend went to go to the bathroom and she opened the door and there was just a guy masturbating in the sink (laughs) So ratless him for not locking the door. <laughs> and I asked, so Jack, I just received that story and would you like to know or would you like to guess what my response was? Uh uh what my first question I asked was. Uh, <laughs>
1: I do, but I don't want to say it, so I'm going to let you say it.
2: <laughs> I, I don't think it, my question was what you think it was. What would you was, ask? Uh, was he watching anything good?
1: <laughs> I asked, did you let him finish? Oh,
2: no! <laughs> Shit! No, he did. As soon as he opened the door, he, ah! That was what did it. No, not really. I don't know. That's a good
1: question. Should I, should I inquire? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm crying. <laughs> that was just so out of left field. I was not expecting it. <laughs> Excuse me. Holy shit.
2: We'll have oh, an update man. for that perhaps by the end of the show.
1: Please. Uh, speaking of bathrooms, <laughs> ratless Starbucks. I go into to pee and I get into the city. I have a tiny bladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get into the city. And uh, you know, I take the red line in. I switch to orange line. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. It's like maybe like an hour and a half since the last time I peed. But I'm like, you know, I'm gonna be standing around for a while. I'm, I have to pee a little bit now. I'm gonna have to pee. There's a line for the bathroom in Starbucks. Like, how the fuck is there a line for the bathroom in Starbucks? Uh, And so I didn't go. Uh, I went. I stood around at the juice event. No chairs. I was. My feet were exhausted. And I didn't ask to use the bathroom there, which in hindsight I probably should have, but I didn't. So I I didn't use the bathroom like all day. And again, tiny bladder. And I'm just dying. I go back to use the bathroom at Starbucks afterwards. You need to buy something because you need the code. And then there was a line at the Starbucks to get something. I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to go home. The
2: Starbucks. Yeah,
1: it's mad. (laughs) Yeah. Ratless, the Starbucks. Daddy
2: move. Uh, So update. uh, She did not stick around to find out. You
1: good it. that's probably the smart move yeah that's i, I love how you rat listed him for not locking the door and not yeah. yeah, lock.
2: you should have just lock the door
1: that is crazy uh, all right you want, you got, you <laughs> i want said to that say? to kaylin
2: she goes that's the scumbag move
1: <laughs> what is what is not letting? It yeah
2: not locking the door
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um all right do you have another one or should i go again I'm out. I'm out. I don't have anything else. (laughs) Uh, list random people on the train. I don't know any of the context behind this because I had my headphones in, but I look up and I just see this lady just punch a dude on the (laughs) (laughs) rail. He just gets she just walks over. I don't know if it was like a full punch, but she just kind of like goes like this. She just goes bang and like bops him and him and all his friends are like, what the hell? And she's just staring at him. It's like deadlock. They're staring at each other. I'm like, fuck what's happening and i didn't want to make contact because i wasn't (laughs) sure how like mentally like like who was what mentally where mentally in the situation so i was like trying not to look too much but i uh, they had beef of some sort apparently and then uh, like 10 minutes later on the train i don't know what they were talking about but she just picks up her stuff plops it in front of them and just stands there like they're all sitting down she's just staying there like looking like she's on the phone the whole time just stands there I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And she just walked, bro. I I didn't even see the punch fully. I just, this is what I saw. I saw arm out, face clocked, and then like him going, what the hell? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is happening? It's not even there, the thing I've seen on the red line.
2: So, so in, in my high school, they did not have homeroom. They had what they call advisory. Advisory was home in the too. middle of the day.
1: Yeah, we had that third or fourth. We had it too for like yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. Right. So one day I'm sitting in my advisory and this girl in my grade storms in and just punches this kid in the face three times and starts screaming at him because he called her something. And uh, it was just you could not believe that just happened. And Mm -hmm. he just ate it, dude. It was like the most incredible thing. He was like unfazed. He just stood there, didn't flinch, didn't like move a muscle, just ate all three shots and she threw like they were hard punches. So that was one of the more uh, interesting things that I ever uh, experienced in high school, like ever. Just I didn't do a whole lot. Uh, oh, also, my uh, oh my God, I lost the second half of what I was going to talk about. Oh, that well, I reminds got, me. Of yes. When, so a lot of new listeners to the show, I've done this story before, but I went to the club like back in February. And this reminds me of when the
1: Oh, Sam's freezing again. Jack doesn't want to edit, so Jack is going to talk. And I don't know
2: what...
1: Okay, you cut out for a sec. Go ahead, continue.
2: What it was the last
1: thing you heard? I uh, went to the club in February. Continue. Also, by the, the way, Fe- when you've been lagging these times, I don't want to edit. So I, when you lag, I just start talking. I'm like, all right, guys, I don't want to edit this out. So we're going to have a chat while well, Sam's gone, and he's not going to know what's <laughs> So I need you to well, know that I this know. episode... Now you know, but I just I had to tell you because I was half talking. Anyway, I wish continue. I could
2: control it. Like I, I, I feel bad. I have nothing.
1: Continue, continue. It's it's now a fun uh, moment between me and the chat.
2: So <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to fight this girl was gonna fight me. Sure. Because the place is packed and like <laughs> I was like to my friends, like we have like a little area to dance, box out, make sure nobody pushes us in. We don't want to give up this space. And I'm in a fucking box out battle. With this girl yeah. that's built like a brick house, and then she like tries to pull the chair on me and I didn't fall. And then she got real mad that I didn't fall. So she just <laughs> starts screaming at me. And I was like, listen, you were like pushing me. I don't know what yeah. you wanted of me. All I was doing was holding my legs and in holding
1: my ground. That's how it plays. You gotta do it at the club. Your uh your advisor story spawned three stories in my brain. They're shorter, so I'm gonna tell you. Okay, them, they're, they're All right. <clears throat> My advisory, there's this kid named Clark, who is a legend, he's a very cool guy, but he Sometimes got in trouble with like the principals or the teachers or whatever, so it's fine. Hmm. But he was in my advisory, and our advisor was the assistant principal. So just randomly throughout the year, we would be left alone because she'd walk in the room and she'd just go, Hey, Clark, and he'd go, I'm coming. he just leave oh, the room no, with her. Each other. I wonder if Clark listens. He does probably doesn't listen to this, but I had people come up, my, uh, well, I had people come up and my review, my five year reunion, and say, I love the pod. So I wonder how many people. Oh. Are, like, hear this but if you know me you from went to your school, reunion i remember
2: I you telling me this i still can't believe you
1: went yeah i only went because it was like i went with a bunch of my friends who i'm still close with and we were just like it was more of a we're curious rather than like we want mm. to you know what i'm saying Like it was curiosity yeah uh, but if you know me from high school hello um clark who <laughs> my so my mom is dating they've been together for like 12 13 years so like mm. they're effectively married but they're not married they're dating uh I call him coach Burksto cause he was my baseball coach when I was like 12. Right. Oh <laughs> so, yes.
2: You told me about this before. Not maybe not on the pod, but I do remember this, this, the story detail. with Clark not uh, the story, or that part. The so
1: <laughs> he is coaching at this point. My, I think we, I was like freshman or sophomore year of high school. I was in like rec baseball. I was just playing <clears> and <throat> he's coaching. Uh, so at this point he's been dating my mom for like three, four years, whatever. And he was like the coach that everyone liked. Like everyone liked like the coach, all the kids were like cool. He was like a cool guy. He still is. This isn't saying he was. Like he love, love him, obviously. He's washed. Um, but Clark goes up to him and goes, Yo, Coach Burke, I bet you get all the bitches in front of me. Just right in front of me. And he goes, oh, I'm actually dating Mrs. Simone. And Clark just looks at me and goes, Oh shit. The funniest shit. Um, and then the other thing—I can't remember if this was a Clark story, but Clark and this guy Luke, who's also in high school, also cool, cool dude. <coughs> we were in the math class, and this, this teacher had a rule where you couldn't eat in class because it was loud and distracting. So people would come mm. in with chips, and he would send them to like the they, he goes, "You can go to the nurse's office and finish them if you want." And they would just leave, like they were like, "Okay, respect, you. he wants you to <laughs> so finish later. your food." But Clark. Came into class once with, with leftover soup from <laughs> the cafeteria, and, and the teacher goes, "Clark is no eating in the class." And without missing a beat, Clark goes, "What is my soup too loud for you?" <laughs> Just fucking. <laughs> And sam, did you sam lag for the punchline of the story this fucking guy did you lag for the punchline of i the story?
2: lagged for the punchline i'm actually so mad <laughs> clark- i i was like ready you you did a good job setting it up
1: without missing a beat clark goes what is my soup too loud for you buddy <laughs> Just, fucking, just in front of the whole class. i thought he was gonna say best i'm not part? eating i'm drinking no best part he <laughs> Nothing else. He just ate his soup in class. Teacher said nothing else. He just ate the soup. And it was like, okay, cool. Uh but the other thing, Luke, uh like fucking her out of class. And so this girl who was very shy sneezed once. And Luke goes, Bless you. And she goes, Thank you. And he goes, I love you. <laughs> just <in the> <laughs> she just goes like this, and then he did it to me like a couple days later, and I just look back and laugh. And he goes, "This guy." <laughs> you know? uh, oh man, it was uh, your advisory story spawned all those like funny moments, uh, but I thought that was entertaining. The soup was uh, the soup kills me every time. Too loud for you. Uh, uh, soup is too loud, man. <laughs> soup is too loud. All right, this might be the longest podcast we've done in a minute. Uh, <laughs> and I we were scrounging together content before it too. But um yeah, are we are we done there? Do we got anything else?
2: Uh I'm I'm out of stuff. I don't have a close right. today. I guess I guess Spider-Man was kind of a closer I could have said. That, <laughs> yeah. that was at an the opener. time that was the only thing I had
1: fucking closer dude it was a podcast topic for the past week what do you fucking mean closer uh thank you all for tuning in we appreciate you very much for Put listening on the especially now this time okay okay well <laughs> remind me i'm gonna make it later so text me so i have it and i'll keep it okay there. i'll text you um, before
2: i go to bed because i'm gonna uh, i got a big skyscraper looking at me for like the last hour and a half just what is thinking about my my game is still on
1: <laughs> are you gonna play some more when you get off? i'm here? gonna
2: play some more yeah i got stuff side quests. You can do this new game for...
1: plus. What's that?
2: You replay it with all the abilities unlocked.
1: And the New suits. Piece of shit. Thank you <laughs> all for tuning in. Especially if you listen to the entire hour 40 we just did yeah. of like, I mean, an hour of it was Celtics So We did talk Celtics for a long time, but we appreciate you for listening. Leave a comment. Leave us five stars. Leave a, all that good stuff. Apple, Spotify, um, and, yeah, leave a comment. That's my favorite part, especially if you've never left a comment before. Last time we asked people who listen on Spotify to, like, check in. If you have never left a comment and you listen to all these, leave a comment. Let us know you listen. And even if you hate it, if you spite listen, let us know you spite listen. Um, do people spite listen you. to things? Yeah, they do. I, maybe. You the never whole know. whole
2: Bill Simmons subreddit is, like, people, like, rooting for the Boston teams to lose.
1: Yeah, you never know. Uh, if you're a Heat fan, maybe you're a Heat fan who who met us in the playoffs. But anyways, let us know. If you listen, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. I'll let Sam take it out so we can get back to his fucking spot.
2: Yeah. Thank you very much for listening or watching today. We did a long pod, so we hope you appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, you can subscribe to the channel and leave a like and comment. Like Jack said, you can also hit the notification bell so you don't miss any live streams, daily uploads, breaking videos, whatever it may be. We've been doing a lot, so you don't want to miss any of it. You can find us on Spotify and Apple as well. Follow us there. Leave a five star review. Say something nice about the fellas. You can find us on Playback, opening night. Going to be there. Woo! Be there. No longer asking. Uh, you can follow us on socials at How About Them C's. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. It's just the name of the podcast. You can find Jack on Twitter at JacksMonNBA. You can find me at Sam LaFranceNBA. That's it for us. Bye.